Hello? Yes, sir. Oh, man. This is supposed to happen, man. <laughs> Boy, I tell you. As soon as, I, as soon as I started getting myself together to, to come to the car to do this, everything started happening. My kid used the restroom. He didn't make it to the restroom, so I had to help him out. Then my other, I'm hungry. Then I had to make something to eat. Then I get out of here, the Wi-Fi ain't working, or it ain't reaching the car yet. It tells me, disconnect, try again. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want to let us in here. They don't want us in here. <laughs> Somebody definitely don't want us in here. They, they, must, have the, they must have caught the last one. <laughs> Something they was yeah. like, no, they might have flagged it. <laughs> <laughs> so this yeah. guy's getting squirrely. Better, uh, he's getting a little too real. We're gonna have to shut that down. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, man. This, yeah, powers that be. They, they didn't want to let us get on here. They was like, oh. You got kids? Oh yeah, we gotta just we gotta get everything we can right now. Baby, baby don't make it to the restroom. They hungry. They I gotta change you. Oh Lord. Oh what? He's outside? Okay, Wi-Fi's not gonna work. Yep. Whatever way. <laughs> make him what start his phone over. Make him start his phone over three times, you know. God. Yep. That's all right. We we overcome. Oh yeah. All the time. Well, yeah, man. What's going on? They they must have knew something was happening when we got on twice in one month. This ain't <laughs> happened in a while. They must have knew. <laughs> they must. Well, they must have knew it was really getting ready to go down. <laughs> well, we must have. We must have linked up last time for a reason, and it looks like it because within a short couple of days, we. We ran into a, uh, you know, as far as the, as far as dates and dates and times and events of the world, you know, that's, uh, we look at all the events that happen of great importance. There's always a date correlation, right? I mean, it, they, all of the things that are happening are coordinated and conducted on certain days. They pick the day. It's not random. And they pick the days based on symbolism and what the numbers mean to them. And so we came into a significant date quickly after our last episode. Oh, yeah. You must be talking about that 222 stuff, that 22 all the way across. Yeah. And also it, it landed on a twos day. So add another one. So that's Tuesday. Yeah. Two twenty-two twenty-two. Yeah. So there's even even the day of the week is the two Tuesday. Yeah. So and sure enough, I guess you can kind of can you know, they didn't make an official declaration or movement, but you could say that was uh no, two twenty-two twenty-two was the jump off for what we're seeing in the news right now with this Russia-Ukraine stuff. 
Okay, go ahead and break that down because I ain't been watching the news lately. To be honest with you, I don't watch the news at all. So, but I have heard because it has come through my phone, but I don't really know the gist of what's going on. I, you know, Platinum and Putin going crazy. Somebody's trying to take over somebody's shit. I don't know. Go ahead and go ahead and run it down for me real quick. Well, the mainstream narrative, which is going to be NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, MSNBC, CNN, you know, any and all of the. Yeah, yeah. Any of the. And include social media in that because they're all they're all intertwined. So, you know, add social media to that as well. And the collective of their 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 main narrative of what's going on here and it's being it's being positioned this way um we can tell even uh right now i'm in the i'm in the uh dallas suburbs and you know even around here um other places i've seen on the news the the presentation of this through the media is is obviously made like an an instant impact on people and how they're viewing it right so the narrative they're presenting is that ukraine is you know this is the uh small inferior you know unprotected good guy country and Russia is the big giant bully country that keeps poking the little guy and keeps trying to swallow him. Basically, uh, they keep trying to take it over, and yeah. that's that's the way it's always been presented to us since uh, since they broke up the USSR um, and Ukraine became a separate you know country. Um, from the Soviet Union when it was disbanded. But um, that's been the idea ever since, is that, you know, Ukraine became a separate place and, you know, it's no longer connected to the other other countries of USSR. And that ever since then, Russia has been trying to graft them back into Russia and that they've been trying to do it with force for many years. And that's been... That's been the mainstream narrative of this for decades. So that's the way that it, that's the way that it's been sitting for a long time now. Um, and right now the presentation is that from the mainstream media uh, is that the U S should stand with Ukraine and support Ukraine. And yeah. that Russia is the tyrant trying to overthrow or, graft them in and keeps trying and they keep and they won't stop right so that's what's being presented through the news and you know uh, on the surface it, it looks that way uh but mainly because that's always been the narrative we've been told so what i'll say is um first if you anybody that listens to this if you're going to do any research at all just you can test it for yourself to make sure that it's not BS. But if you're using Google to try and research anything, you're not going to find what you're looking for. 
It's absolutely censored. They're not going to give you anything unless they want you to see it. And it's an easy test to prove to yourself. You could do it yourself. Uh, you download DuckDuckGo as a browser or something that's similar to it um, that's intended to block Google and some of these other ones. That's uh, an uncensored search engine. And DuckDuckGo is the easiest one. So download the DuckDuckGo browser and then just pull up your Google search bar and type something in. And it doesn't, you don't have to go deep into anything. You just got to present a keyword that's in any way controversial. And you don't have to go any which direction with it. Just present even the word. I mean, you can type in anything. You can type in uh, vaccine patents. So just in the search by itself, you're not leaning any direction. You're not presenting that you are for it, against it, none of the above. You're just entering information, all right? And if you enter that into the Google search bar and then scroll through your results and see what's there, go over to DuckDuckGo and do the exact same search and see what you find there. Now, the search engines are only supposed to present you with everything on the web that is connected to the keywords you typed in. So if the Google side of it shows you 25 sites and then you flip it over to the DuckDuckGo and there's 300, it's, it's, there's no question whether or not your search just got censored, edited, reviewed, and represented to you only the results they intend for you to look at. So it's definitely a censored search. So easy experiment to do yourself and you will clearly find that Google is definitely propaganding whatever they want you to view based on certain subjects that you search for. So just with that in mind, uh, if you're going to do some real research, you need to do that first because otherwise you're going, you're never going to find anything that you're looking for. Well, that makes sense because on a episode a long time ago that I'd done because I uh, found it off of YouTube, uh, it exposed, or maybe not even exposed, is maybe the word I want to use. That's the word they use. How the CIA incorporated Google, like, like they like put money behind Google, like, kind of bought yeah. slash finance, you know and uh, like Google and like a lot of other these sites have like a contract or not even a contract. Like, I got to go back and watch the video, but the gist of it is Google works for the CIA or the CIA yeah. has a hand in Google like it does in sure. many other sites they that, they, that they helped along the way. All the big tech, Silicon Valley, all the big tech companies, like you're talking about, Google, they all got seed money or some sort of investment money from a government entity, and they're pretty much all hand in hand with CIA because we allowed after nine 11 for certain securities acts to be put in place. And because of that, the CIA <laughs> and these other entities have way too much authority to leverage and coerce themselves into private businesses and lay out their own ground rules. Really? I mean, they're just taking, they're taking control of, entities um because of 
information sharing or data, things that they can somehow create an argument that there's sec- national security involved or, a, a, you know, terroristic threat. You know, they've they created a context where they can use just about any excuse to jump into somebody's personal business and start making moves and yeah. start censoring or editing or making requirements or demands of them that they none, none of this material comes through, you know, um, they're, they're providing the filter for these companies on what they're allowed to do and say, and what they will and won't let them have on the platform. And they just have to act accordingly. So easy experiment though. I mean, that's a lot of people think that that's a, you know, Google's not doing this. YouTube's not doing this. They're, YouTube is owned by Google. I mean, they're all part of one company. So what's happening there is happening across all of those. And in, like I said, a lot of people don't believe that, but you can easily prove it for yourself. You download DuckDuckGo, search the exact same, and it doesn't really matter what you're looking for. You'll probably see it regardless of what you're searching. Uh, your search results are not going to be the same at all. So you should be aware of that first before you start trusting whatever search results you get from Google. Because as far as me personally, I mean, I'll use it for, uh, unfortunately I have, I have email through them that I've had way too long before I understood what I know now about them. But you know, it's a little too late on that front, but you know, Google maps, you know, if I need to go somewhere, you know, that's about as far as I'm going with trusting them. Um, they seem to get me to a destination in the city pretty well, but other than that, I don't, I'm not interested in, uh, you know, what their results are on actual data. If I'm trying to do research. Understand. So based on the mainstream narrative, we can, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that any of these other ideas are actually what's going on, but they all have credibility as being another vantage point of what might be happening. Because if CNN is telling you version A, there is a fraction of truth in it and the rest of it is a spin move. So if that's what their mainstream narrative is presenting to us, something is not going to be correct. There's something that is, there's too many news companies all owned by one corporation for the news on all of them to be different. So, you know, they're taking the, the truth pie, dividing it up into 20 slices and giving one little slice to each one and then just filling the rest of it with nonsense. So everybody that's watching each different platform is getting a snippet of the truth wrapped in bullshit. And then it's just enough truth for them to believe that they got and they're going to run with it. So then everybody's running 20 different directions with a tiny piece of the truth and not the whole thing. So if that's the mainstream narrative, there's got to be alternate narratives and when you start looking into those, it really uh, a little differently. Because um, first, I'll say is that all of these, all the major players involved, are all they're all playing a game, and 
they're all playing chess and it's a coordinated chess game. We're just all the people carrying out their business so that they can make their moves. They're creating a narrative to justify which countries need to get involved in this so that they can move their initiative forward, which is going to have nothing to do with what is actually being shown to us. You know, the idea that this just popped up and they're just now making this a mass story. And this is something that's, you know, this is the biggest thing in the world happening today. It's very conveniently timed that the story is popping up and that this is all going on right now, just a short, short time after. Very, very hot water is boiling regarding pharmaceutical companies, the vaccines they've been putting out and the testing protocol that happened for the two years before it. And the evidence coming out is absolutely damning and there are going to be a lot of people who are going to be in some very serious problems when they get to the bottom of this and that truth is spilling out right now so just like a magician i'll pull a sleight of hand they're showing you over here in their right hand hey look at this which is russia ukraine and in their left hand, they're still trying to hide what's going on with the vaccines. That's all coming to the front, and they need everyone to look a different direction. Because the people pile into the information coming out about all of the pharmaceutical companies, it's, and it's already happening. Moderna's already lost billions billions and billions in their stock just in a matter of days because of information that's coming out. So this, this stuff's coming out and it's real and it's verifiable and the scientists and doctors that are presenting this, I mean, it, it's not deniable at this point. So a lot of things are about to come to light and they need everybody to turn and look in a different direction. So they're going to turn the steam up on this Russia-Ukraine thing to get everybody distracted from what's happening here. So point to the other side of the world that has nothing to do with us and create somewhere else for us to put our attention. So crisis go to waste. Exactly. And they need another crisis in order to distract from the crisis they already created. Because anything that they do, eventually it comes to light. And all they do is try and move fast enough a different direction that it doesn't catch up to them. But by the time it does, people forgot about most of it. So we have a short memory in general because of how they present information to us. So people will get steam boiled and screaming about a subject, but then less than a week later, they'll pound us with something else. And everybody has to get off of that soapbox and jump onto a different one. So, It's a constant barrage of news that has nothing to do with anything to keep people constantly jumping from one thing to another and keeping them distracted. So some of the other interesting notes about this, um, Putin actually had a press conference just a few days ago um, and it might have been the day of or the day before he actually 
before any actual moves got made. And he was answering some questions that were presented uh, from one of the reporters. And number one, I in no way support Vladimir Putin. I think he's as much of a dictator and part of the, the elite ruling class that's running the show behind the scenes. And he's as involved as anyone. But I think on the other hand, too, um, if you look at it from positions of power, the United States, Great Britain, China, you know, the big fish, Russia's one of the largest fish in the world, if we're looking at it that way. And yeah. so if you think, if you think about, um, you will use the context of, uh, a, just a bar, all right? We're in a bar. Say there's, you know, 100 people in the room and four of them just happen to be six foot eight and 300 pounds. Everybody else is pretty regular average size, all right? Yeah. One guy's sitting by himself, another guy's sitting by himself, and the other two are sitting together. All right, and the two sitting together are up to no good, all right? And they're planning on doing some dirty stuff. You know, maybe they're going to, maybe they're going to do some drug deals. Maybe they're going to pick a fight. Maybe they're going to try and, uh, you know, whatever the sinister is, they're up to yeah. something. They're plotting something. All right. So they know that the majority of people in the room aren't going to be able to do anything to stop them. And they probably won't even try. But they see that there's two other guys that are about the same size as them. And they don't know what those guys are going to do because they don't know them and they're not involved in the conversation. So they have to account for those two guys because they yeah. might be the only ones that can stop whatever they're trying to do. So yeah. the first thing is go and just talk to each one of them and kind of evaluate what kind of position they are, what kind of person they are. And whichever one you think is more likely to lean to your side you go present them with your plan and get them on the team. Now you've only got one guy unaccounted for, and there's three of y'all now. So it's a lot easier to make that plan work. And if you can get the fourth guy, well, it's a wrap. Like, you know, for sure, whatever your plan is going to work. So <clears throat> using that just as a base model, um, the United States, if we're looking at the powers of the world and for whatever, whatever reasoning, whatever justifications have been applied for why things are getting done, as far as number of people around the world killed by a single country, um, Russia's not winning in that. They're not, they're not a, the United States is killing far more people around the world than Russia is. So if yeah. we're just looking at it from a position of who's the bully. And we, we bully more than anybody on this earth. So consider us one of those big guys in the bar. Basically Russia's the other big guy on the other side of the room that they just don't know what yeah. he might do, but he's big enough to fight. So what's their best chance? Get them to join their crew or cut him out, shrink him, break his leg, 
they got to disable him somehow so he's not able to fight. If you're yeah. not going to join them, they got to cripple him. So for decades and decades, it went from Russia, the massive, you know, country of power. And then after World War type stuff, they basically, it, it's almost like they do when they're trying to get rid of a monopoly. They'll hit them, make them split into multiple other companies, shrink them so that they don't have the power of one big company anymore. That's yeah. basically what they did to Russia. Y'all are too, we don't like the size of this group or its power size. So now that we beat you, we're shrinking you down. And now we're going to reduce you into several separate countries. And we're going to shrink your power down. So Russia is now significantly smaller than it was before with significantly less power. But even after all that, Russia still seems to be one of the guys big enough to fight regardless of what the fight is. If they don't like why some people are doing something, they can throw their weight around still. So when you look at it from there, that vantage point, it kind of looks like, man, it looks like they're either trying to get this dude to join into some sort of plan and get on board, or they're trying to cut him into pieces small enough that he has no chance to actually fight. So that that's an interesting perspective for me to look at it from there. Um, you can also go further back into pre-USSR before Ukraine or anything might have been a separate ideal. Uh, as we probably have talked about before, and I know in a lot of your videos, there's been discussion about it, and it's a big part of this conversation in general, is the deep state or the Illuminati or whatever you want to call them, the 13 bloodlines, the wealth, the elite ruling class, uh, the international bankers, you know, whichever labeling is most comfortable for you, that group is known, if you research it far enough back, you'll find yourself looking at information about the Kazarian bloodline or the Kazarian dynasty. And it said that the Kazarian dynasty actually started in what would have in Russia in an area that would have been Ukraine. So being that Ukraine is likely the origination point of the Kazarian Empire, it's not a little side note country that's just getting picked on. There's some, there is some very, very bizarre, disturbing history in the country of Ukraine. And I'm not saying that the the country is evil or the all the people are terrible. I'm just presenting another bit of history that not going to be covered because it goes against what the mainstream narrative is. And there's history in Ukraine that there was a time when, and you can look this up because I went and looked after it came to my attention and I thought, man, that is, that's bizarre. But I did go look, and sure enough, there is 
a lot of history of the country of Ukraine and cannibalism. And at a time where parents and families, families were starving and parents were eating their children. And I know that sounds wild, but there is, I mean, there's news published from when this was happening in Ukraine. And there are ties to the, uh, to Hillary Clinton and adoption agencies that were false adoptions coming from Ukraine. And people have quickly forgotten Hunter Biden's connections to Ukraine. And that there was a huge deal on the table right around when he got elected, when Biden got elected. He even bragged about it when he was on a he was on a news show where they were actually they were he was discussing openly that he withheld like a million or a billion i can't remember i would say probably a billion but he withheld guaranteed contract money to ukraine and he refused to honor it until the district attorney or the attorney for Ukraine stopped prosecution in this case. And it turned out that case was Hunter Biden. So he withheld contract money from Ukraine in order to keep an investigation from continuing. And that's because Hunter Biden was illegally involved on being, he was getting large quantities of money to sit on boards of oil companies in Ukraine. And it became a huge issue because there was, I mean, the ideas of all the Russian collusion and Trump and all these other things, like these were huge issues and the media was beating these things to death. And this whole Hunter Biden connection to Ukraine and Joe Biden's connection to Ukraine and all the dirty things that they were doing in Ukraine just deleted themselves from everybody's memory and it wasn't very long ago so there's some other angles here that when you're looking at trying to find the whole pie these these pieces count because they definitely man they make a huge difference and on top of that one thing i saw today is there is a, and if you, you might, you probably can find it on Google because they, they want people to look at bombings and where missiles are going so that they can add juice to this fear native, uh, fear mongering narrative. And so there's, there's a website where you can actually look and it will show you a map of Ukraine and it will show where all of these missile strikes have hit. So everything that's been sent into Ukraine from Russia, supposedly, are showing up on a basically like a ballistics map where they're showing where all the target strikes hit. So all the places have been hit by missile strikes. And interestingly enough, on another, on another angle of this, 
a whole bunch of those exact locations in Ukraine that were hit by missile strikes were locations of United States bio-warfare facilities. So places where you can create bio-weapons, manipulating viruses, things of that nature, those types of research and development facilities. The United States has them in Ukraine. Gotcha. And they're at a lot of the locations that Russia hit with missile strikes. <clears throat> so you're telling me Russia and I already hit these boys? That is that is what we're being told, yes. Mm. And based on what they've presented so far, it looks like a whole bunch of those targeted missile strikes were right on U.S. military facilities for bio-tech, bio-warfare. So, this I'll present just as a, a potential idea of what somebody might be thinking about. Based on all the evidence that is coming to light about these vaccines and about the companies that made them and about the knowledge they had when they made them and the knowledge they had when they released them. To say that it's not criminal, I mean, that's laughable. Um, these are these are legal territories that fall into the Nuremberg Codes which are the war crime codes that the Nazis were tried on and under. And there are numerous violations of those codes that have been happening in the United States just based around this vaccination stuff. So if you were, if you were a country that said, you know what, we don't, we're, we know what's happening here. We know where these things are coming from. And we're not okay with it. Well, you might look for an excuse to start blowing those kind of places up where you're able to create those kinds of things. Mm. And one of the things that was interesting about what Putin was saying in his press conference was he was basically discussing... What in the world kind of logic is it to think that what he's doing is wrong? And he basically, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't, I don't have his interview in front of me, but basically what he presented was there's a fight happening on my border. And There are dangerous things right across my border that could affect my country. So I'm positioning my own defense at my own border. So why would the United States feel threatened by that? They're on the other side of the world. I didn't park my tanks 
at the border of Mexico. I didn't park them at the border of Canada. What in the world does this have to do with their security? How am I threatening them? I am way over here. There's an issue at my border, and I'm putting my defense on my side of my border. What does that have to do with anybody else? And the way that he and he and he walked through this for a, a little while, but everything he presented was incredibly logical. And if you look at it from only that standpoint, it, it very clearly looked like why is anybody else involved in this? And when you piece all of that together with what I've already told you, it kind of makes the whole situation look a lot more complex. Like this isn't really about the mainstream narrative. This isn't one country just picks on the other one and keeps trying to get them back. Cause what is it that would be so beneficial I I get it. It seems to me like it's a control move. He wants control of what's happening there. And if the United States is so interested in protecting what is happening in that little place next door, there's got to be something pretty significant going on there. Good or bad, something is going on in Ukraine that we're not aware of and that we're not getting knowledge of because there's way too much focus on it from Russia and from the United States. The U.S. is constantly wanting to protect it, and it has somewhat of a legal contract in place. There's promise involved from the United States to Ukraine from the past that they would protect them. But there's always got to be a why. Like, why would they... They don't sign up to do stuff like that unless they get something in return. There's always the narrative on the front end so they can justify why they go to do something. We've, it's been well established at this point that plenty of lies were told in order to get us over into the Middle East in some sort of a conflict. Well established. It was about oil. All right. It was about money. Money and oil had nothing to do with any of the news narrative they presented the narrative to us so that they could justify what they did and we wouldn't push back but their only reason they went there was money and oil and that's been well established at this point it's been long enough and enough research and information is available that that's very clear and if this is a similar situation which it's starting to look like one there's another reason the united states isn't doing it just to protect the rights of Ukraine. There is something in it for them that is far below the surface level. And considering if if these missile strikes and the locations and all of this data is accurate, and these actually were U.S. military installment locations, that adds a whole different spin to it. And the mainstream media has not touched any of the things that I'm telling you. And all the things that we're talking about 
seem far-fetched to most people, but as you know, once you start researching enough things for yourself, the stuff falls apart. You know, most of the things that the political powers and things are doing around the world, it really is most of it's a house of cards when it comes to the information. Because mainly their main defense is that nobody's just, nobody's going to look. Nobody's going to take the time on their own to go look this stuff up and actually try and find the truth in it. They're so busy and so distracted with everything else that we're pummeling them with that they just won't go and do the research. That's their, that's the main thing that they've got is eh, who's going to look. And if they do, how many of them are going to look not enough to convince the rest of them. So as long as people can just keep being distracted and not have time to look, their narrative's going to keep running. And that's what most people are going to believe. But once you start to peel an onion, it becomes pretty easy to peel. And you go, what in the... And it kind of becomes one after the other. And you start being able to throw trash away a lot easier than before because you start to be able to identify trash a lot easier than you could before. And another way that we get confirmation after the fact of something that was presented to us years before. And we've gotten into this a little bit, I think, in the past, but, you know, I'm, I, I pretty much am under the impression that 98% of the time, anything out of Hollywood, whether it's a TV series or a movie or a documentary, it doesn't really matter. If it comes out of Hollywood, it's a production of propaganda that's just slideshow previews of the intended future of humanity. You're given snippets of the truth that are layered into every presentation they put out. And it's showing a chaotic collage of trauma, planting trauma seeds in everybody's minds to create a fictional doubt. Like by watching all this, they're presenting it to you as all of this is fiction always so that you'd never believe any of it actually would happen in real life. So they, they're showing you previews of things. And I know this, most people find this stuff hard to believe, but you go back and start looking at this stuff and it's very obvious. I sent you, I sent you some screenshots the other day so that you could see where they showed us the preview of this. And anybody that saw the movie World War Z with Brad Pitt. It came out in 2013. And I sent you some of the images from the Google. Now, this one you can actually yeah, you can Google it. this. You can Google image that movie. Just Google search for World War Z film. And when you go into the images, um, there's it's a lot of duplicates of three or four main scenes but one of the main covers for the movie 
is showing, you know, total chaos, fire, explosions. You know, there's what look like uh, look like artificial intelligence or robots that are in a swarm climbing walls. You know, there's there's buildings falling over. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, it looks like Armageddon on the on the cover of this movie and in one of the cover uh, photos there's a shot of an obelisk statue and the photo that you're looking at the scene that they're showing you on the front of this movie is ukraine it's the capital city of ukraine in the square where this obelisk is, and this is like, I mean, you can look it up. It, you will see, if you search for Ukraine, capital city, and just start looking through some of the pictures, you'll see this tall tower structure with like a flying angel or something on top of it. That is what's being shown burning and being bombed and destroyed on the cover of World War Z. It's showing you the capital of Ukraine. And that came out in 2013. And the, uh, basically the plot from that movie, there's like a, there's an alien, there's an invasion, alien machine invasion and zombies. And it's World War Z. So, the letter Z uh, in the Cyrillic alphabet, the letter Z looks like 33. And that 33, if you take it over to the number, there's a shape that represents the number three and then also there's, so there's two different variations of these. In one of them, it's the letter Z equals 33. In the other, it equals 3.3. And one of these, of the Cyrillic alphabet, is called Evangeli UCS. And in that version, the Z equals 33. And the shape of the number three looks kind of like a, a lowercase n, if you will. The other variation is called Mona O. CS and the letter Z equals 3.3 and the number three is a number three the same as we would see the number three so in translation of that the letter Z represents the number three Z equals three in the Mona OCS of the Cyrillic alphabet Z is the number three so if you're looking at the cover of World War Z and you just replace that Z with a three, World War Three. So that's what they're showing you on the cover of that movie. By saying World War Z, they're saying World War Three. Mm-hmm. World War Three. And on the day that that they reported that Russia had actually moved into Ukraine and they had crossed the border. And the tanks coming from the the Soviet tanks coming from Russia were entering the Ukraine. And the news showed a whole bunch of footage of tanks coming in. 
and I sent you screenshots that I took from those. And the tanks, numerous tanks, had a Z painted on the front, on the sides, in plain sight, just a Z. And those were on the tanks from Russia coming in. So the connections are pretty ridiculous. I mean, they show you this, and it literally, that's exactly what this is telling us in World War Z. They're showing that. And they're showing you the capital of Ukraine. Like, World War Z's location, or World War Three, and its location. And there it is. So, is this actually World War Three that they're trying to start? Maybe. It could just be a false flag to mark some symbolism so that they can pretend that it's World War III to continue the scare tactics and fear-mongering to keep people mentally enslaved and trapped in fear. And, you know, another... Another interesting angle that was presented uh, recently, and I've heard some other people present this in the past, we actually talked about the possibility of it on one of your other podcasts, but the idea that with the technology we have now, with holograms and the ability to project an image, how easily it could be for them to fake bombings and we we saw that from hollywood in spider man i better say we saw that in spider-man saw that in spider-man where the holograms which no one knew were holograms appeared to punch a building and all of a sudden that exact there's a huge explosion the building starts to crumble so of course everybody believed that's what is happening but of course they didn't and the narrative was that the bad guys had already pre-planned the whole thing they positioned bombs in all the certain places so as soon as the hologram was about to punch a wall they set the bomb off yeah right and Hologram technology, we're very aware they have this ability. They can project an image if they want to. And there's government operations that are either have been leaked classified documents or they were declassified. Uh, They've done a lot of that. They've declassified a lot of stuff that has been hidden for decades that the public can see. But one thing about it is kind of like that scene in Indiana Jones at the end of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark when it shows the government agency hiding where they put the Ark. It's in some warehouse in the middle of nowhere that's got like five million other boxes in it. They all look the same. So it's like, it's going to disappear. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I like, that. that might as well just, where are you going to find that again? 
Um, but the idea that they can do a projection type thing like this and then pre-plan and position explosives to make it look like something else is happening. I mean, they have the technology to do that. And if you really think about it, and we've talked about this too, anybody that doesn't believe that there is a dangerous quantity of radiation coming just from your cell phone. Well, that has been proven, scientifically proven, that the radiation coming from your cell phone is absolutely dangerous. And the reason you know that and can check it is because it was required to be put into your legal in your settings on your phone. So if you go to your settings and click on legal and you start looking, you're going to find a section that describes the radiation and the dangers of it. And it's going to tell you exactly how dangerous it is and how you should be operating the phone safely. They had to put it in there as a disclaimer because it was scientifically proven. So they had to put it in the legal. So they had to put it in there, but they just didn't tell anyone. So that disclaimer is in everybody's phone telling them how dangerous the radiation is. But people Mm. don't know that because they didn't tell them. So unless you go look for it in there, you're not going to find it. So they've already disclosed how dangerous the radiation from the phones are. And that, that data was available before 5G. So knowing that 5G capabilities are the 5G is far stronger than 4G. So if they had to put a disclaimer in your phone just when it was at a 4G level, it's got to be significantly more dangerous radiation at a 5G level. Yeah. So one of the interesting ideas that I heard presented was that you could fake a lot of different types of explosions. I mean, you can even do something that would look like a mushroom cloud. You could explode something and make a mushroom cloud appear. Yeah. The danger that we've been told about nuclear explosions, obviously it will wipe a certain radius around it completely. But the, the serious danger they say is the nuclear fallout, the radiation. I don't. So the radiation after the fact is what kills stuff. And that's yes. After you finish your thought, we're gonna have to cut it short. I gotta pick my son up from work. I got you. But uh, this is some good stuff, man. And since we're talking about all this, the Ukraine and Russia, tell me why on my phone I just got a uh, you know the newsletter. It says Governor Abbott is asking all American businesses to remove Russian products from the ship. <laughs> wow. There you go. See, the, so the media has already painted a picture that's causing the United States to do things here. And we don't have anything to do with that over there. Um, this is a, this is political theater. So that they can make moves. And it's not about 
Russia picking on Ukraine. That's just the excuse they need to go yeah. get themselves involved. So as far as the radiation, radiation is what, and they've shown us this in a lot of movies. There was a nuclear explosion, so everybody stayed underground in their bunkers for years because they thought radiation was going to be everywhere, and if they went outside, they were going to die. You yeah. know that. You know what I'm talking about? That's uh, we've it's seen a lot of shows like that too. Yeah, like, series, uh, TV series. People in out of space, and they want right. to come to Earth, but they don't know if Earth's sustainable and shit like that. Yeah, it's a lot of that. Right. So. There's this idea that after the nuclear explosion, there's going to be radiation everywhere and people have to live underground to not be poisoned by it. So like, well, how would you, you could fake the mushroom clouds. You could, you know, you can fake explosions. You can project a hologram to make it appear like something actually caused it. And that's easy enough to do with technology they have. But how would you account for the radiation poisoning? Yeah. Well, based on the legal disclosure that's in your phone, cell phone wave radiation is extremely dangerous. So if you amplify that radiation high enough, people are going to get sick. So if you can fake the explosion and then activate every 5G tower and maximize the output. You'll dump radiation everywhere at high levels. So just from an idea standpoint of being able to put some dots together of potential things that someone is capable of doing that would appear like something else, I would say that's a possibility. Yeah, I'd say there's enough uh, there's enough there for there to at least be an angle because there's too many other things involved here that we can account for that aren't being told to us in the news right now. And that means there's a bigger narrative, which there always is. But those are some of the things that we can look at ourselves and see correlations to the know that. This isn't random, and it didn't just organically happen on the dates that it happened. It looks like it was planned well in advance, and the strategy's already been in place. We saw a preview of it in 2013. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, that's kind of, in a nutshell what I've been looking at since since this came to the main front. Yeah. So I guess the, the moral of the story is don't trust the mainstream media about what they're trying to tell you is going on over there. Uh, it's mm. propaganda because they need people to do things. And it requires our participation. Yeah. And they need us to be distracted. So I just... Anybody who's who's listening, just do your own research on anything that you've heard me say, and you're going to find enough breadcrumbs to get you to the data that you need to see. Because it's all out there. Yeah. 
Well, sounds like it, man. But even you always come with the fire, man. You always come with the with the connecting the dots. That's one thing I do appreciate and I do like so much about these uh, talks because you always you always connecting the dots. Because today we were supposed to go a whole other different direction. You know, you you know we was gonna talk about you know since you had this whole thing about some carrots and we was gonna talk about that, but we say that for another time. Uh, well, yeah, and no, it's still. Yeah. It still ties to this too, so I mean, this that can be a continuation of this because the idea that that I sent you about the carrot, uh, you know, and the the corporate system dangling the carrot and everybody chasing the carrot, that's it's part of this because yeah. the media is part of that carrot dangling. Like they have to they have to sell you a good enough story for you to chase that carrot. They have to t- really convince you how amazing that carrot is go chase that carrot yeah. and that's you know that's their job you know yeah. media hollywood music present the carrot to the world that they need to chase around and yeah. make them think that it's important so yeah. the carrot dangling we'll uh we'll tie that in yeah on the next one yeah definitely because i got my own thoughts on that uh, I also want to get your thoughts on something else, but I'm gonna I'm gonna send you that in a in a different message, and we can uh, it's just a it's just a book title that I saw about Christianity coming from Egypt, but 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 that's a whole other different category slash topic that I like okay. to pick, you know. Uh, but yeah. yeah, man. Once again, appreciate you, appreciate your time. Well informed, you always are. I hope everybody appreciates this. If you don't know who it is, it's my partner, Big Brother Jern. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) uh, Until next time, people. Man, I hope y'all appreciate this because this brother be dropping dimes. He connects dots and he drops dimes. You can't find that nowhere else. I don't know nowhere else you're going to find that. (laughs) And this 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 ain't no fugue stuff right here. This brother's taking... Literally, time, energy, research, books, writing them on the pad. So y'all don't even know about the pen and pad no more. Y'all, y'all got tablets and stuff. He he writing this stuff down on the yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. This is real. Uh, old school, <laughs> man. Old school. Than this, baby. So, Better yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, brother. Much love, my brother. Hey, until next time, man. All right, Bram. All right. Take it easy, brother. All right. Later. Bye-bye.